Prophecy Club. The thing that is on my heart to tell you today is I think that, again, I've been saying that we are at a crossroads. Either America goes to the left, goes down towards JB and the left and communism and sin and we fall apart and God calls the Russians to attack us. Or, hopefully, we can affect these massive arrests, massive arrests, and hopefully God would accept that is turn from our wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. But again, we're at the crossroads. So what's on my heart to bring to you today is essentially, <laughs> I don't even like saying this. You know, I mean, I, I don't like bringing bad news. I, I really don't. I would prefer to think that we can go to this solemn September assembly, September 6 to 8. We get signed up by going to to watchmanstrumpet.com. I would like to think that so many people would show up and that God would hear our 48 hours of fasting and prayer, and he would bring a revival, that he would somehow save our nation and, and give us many, many more years. I'd like to think even 40 years. But what's my heart to bring to you today is have a gun to survive. Now, I cannot legally tell you to go buy a gun and certainly not to use it because you know, our heart around here is not to hurt people. We want to win souls. We want to save them to Christ. But the point is that apparently there's a time coming when if you want to be safe, you're going to have to have a gun according to what the prophecies say. Now, again, I'm not telling you to have a gun, own a gun, nor use a gun, especially to hurt anybody. So let me tell you what's on my heart. May 27th, 2016. In my prayer closet, I asked the Lord, Lord, thank you so much for giving us the prophecies of the future, but I need an overview from now until the return of Jesus. The prophecies you've given are, are like a bug's eye view, and what I need is a bird's eye view or an overview of what is coming. So I ask you to show this to either Leslie or Pastor Massey. Sure enough, which is confirming this, by the way, Pastor Massey called me the very next morning, and he said, I had a dream, but I do not understand it. And I said, let me hear it. Well, this was the dream. And of course, as he was saying it, I knew this was the answer to my prayer in my prayer closet the night before. So again, this is Saturday, May 28th, 2016. And there's five points to this. I think it's real important. The points are good times, Christians feeding others, have a gun to survive, American Christian refugees, and the tribulation. He said, the first thing I saw is we were plowing. Very nice things were happening, good things like seven years of plenty. Now, remember, this started back in 2016. And you remember the prophecy of the two cows that came forth on the Shemitah or on the Feast of Trumpets starting in 2014. And by the way, if you add seven years for the plenty and seven years for the famine, that would end up in 2028. Hmm. Anyway, so we were plowing. Very nice things were happening, good things like seven years of plenty. And he didn't know about the two cows. But to me, that was confirming that at that point in 2016, we were in, and I think we are at the nearing the end of the seven years of plenty down. And the second thing was, we came home. Someone dropped off two children at my house. One girl thought that we would be the best people to take care of these people. They were scared because they had no food. There was no food where they were living, meaning the next thing coming is no food. 
And well, of course, with everything getting so expensive, we can certainly see that heading our way too. Then the scene changed. He says, I was sitting there and someone came to my home to hurt these children. They said, let me talk to you. And I said, well, before I talk to you, let me get my gun because I don't want to talk to you without my gun. So I went and got my gun and loaded it with three, three cartridges and went to talk with them. So the third picture is society breakdown. In other words, a time when the police are not going to be there, not going to be answering the phone, not going to be coming out and helping anybody. Meaning, we need to prepare for that. We need to ask ourselves, are we ready for that? I am. How about you? And I want to believe that most Texans are, but you folks outside of Texas, (laughs) again, I'm not suggesting that you hurt anyone. Our objective here is to win souls. However, it is saying that after the good times, there's going to be a time when there's no food, and we can certainly see that heading our way now. And then also a time where we would have to have a gun to keep ourselves safe. In other words, the police are no longer going to be there to keep us safe. We. It will be like the Old West, okay? Everybody has to walk around taking care of their own business. They got a shooting iron around their waist on their hip and uh, one of their saddlebags. And apparently what the prophecy is saying that we're heading that way again today. Now, with this defund the police... With the problems coming, we can easily see that's not too far away. Then the scene changed. There was a main road in front of my house, and I saw people, like a herd of people, walking down this road. So many people, like like a herd of cows or sheep, the road was packed. They were very close together like sardines, meaning that there's a time when people will have to leave this nation. And I think that that will be... I don't think it'll have to be after the suitcase nukes, but it will probably be after the Russians hit us. In other words, there's a point in there where nobody can live here. You just have to, if you're going to live, you have to get out. Then the scene changed to the fifth scene, the tribulation. He said, I saw that we began to get chopped up, chopped up. I mean, like only one or two out of a thousand were spared. I I saw a chopping, some kind of like a a chopping machine and chopping people in half, chopping off their heads. I I thought, well, this must be the end time. This must be the tribulation. And only a few were spared and we went into hiding. Let me say that again. It shows you five things in order. And I believe this is the answer to my prayer. In other words, show us a bird's eye view, was what I asked. Show us an overview of what's coming. And basically, this is an overview between now and the tribulation. So there's good times, like seven years of plenty. Hmm. That's 2016. I think he's kind of confirming the two cows, which would put the seven years of plenty ending. Let me think. I think that's early 2022. Then someone came and dropped off children in my house, and they were scared that they had no food. So the second thing is no food. Third, you got to have a gun to keep yourself safe. Don't count on the police. The police been defunded. And, you know, we see them taking away their immunity. So now the police have to get some kind of a bond or insurance in case they get sued or something. So people are just going to say, uh, forget it. I'm not going to do that. I've got another job. I can find another job pays better than being a police officer. Fourth scene, Christian refugees, people leaving the United States. And they're, by the way, on foot. 
And then the fifth one is people getting chopped up, including their heads getting chopped off. So good times to no food, to have a gun to survive, to leaving on foot or getting your head chopped off. Someplace in there, there's going to be a great revival. And I believe that that great revival has to take place before the tribulation. Remember the courtroom of heaven vision that Maurice Scalar was given where Jesus stood up in front of the Antichrist, the beast, and said, no, you can't come into the world until everyone whose names are written in the book of life come into the kingdom, meaning the tribulation can't start until all of those people whose names are in the book of life accept Jesus. So that tells me that there's got to be a big revival. Okay, what's going to start the revival? What I would like to think that everybody just starts (laughs) turning into Prophecy Club or some other ministry out there, and all of a sudden the sports stadiums fill up and they say, oh my goodness, let's all get saved, let's all turn to Jesus. But now that doesn't make sense, does it? Okay, so what's going to do it? Well, let's see, let's guess a little bit. It could be the prophecy of a great earthquake. Remember Shane Warren was told that down the middle of the country? And that fits in with the scenario. Remember, it also could be a great tsunami tied with that earthquake. Remember the tsunami going up the East Coast? And that was tied with the meteor? Let me just refresh your memory on that. February 2014, we had Prophet Ephraim Rodriguez in. He made a DVD, which you can, of course, order the disc at prophecyclub.com, or you can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. And it's called Catastrophe, Meteor, Tsunami, and Earthquake. So anyway, we invited this prophet Ephraim Rodriguez in from Puerto Rico, and he had had a vision of a large meteor hitting Mona Island, which is a little deserted island just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico. But... When it went inland, it went anywhere from 200 to 400 foot high. And by the time it hit the West Coast, it went inland from 20 to 100 miles. And where it hit was important. It hit a fault running up the Mississippi River Valley all the way to the Great Lakes, splitting America from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico and much of the West Coast from California all the way into Alaska fell into the ocean. And, of course, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So before I had this guy in, I thought, okay, let's confirm this. So I got on the Internet. Okay, is there anybody that has had a vision of a large meteor hitting anywhere close to Puerto Rico? And, unfortunately, I found six people. Six, not one or two, six that saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. Four people saw a tsunami hit the east coast of the United States. I found six people that saw America split in the middle, down, right down the middle, two pieces. And three people saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean. And nine people saw that America was split because she split Israel. Now that count is up to 12. There's actually 12, matter of fact, maybe even 13. I lose track now. 12 or 13 people that saw America split because she split Israel. Now, could that be the catastrophe? You remember that Leslie was told seven headlines, and I saw her, uh, that was, I looked at the date, if I remember right, it's June 27th of 2008. I I remember I spoke in Amarillo that night, and that was the night that the Lord uh, said to me, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. And every time I say that, 
I got to give a disclaimer. That is, we cannot ever guarantee we're going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. But after that, and I seldom talk about this, for the rest of the night, that eternity voice continued to speak to me. And I wish I could tell you I remembered everything, but unfortunately, this is the only other thing I remember. I saw Leslie holding up, literally, I saw her holding up newspapers with headlines. And these were the headlines. And like Leslie, I don't remember the exact order they were. I wish I did. But anyway, these were the headlines. Omar ushers in Palestinian state. Now, this is the order I think that they will be fulfilled in. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We still don't know what Omer is. Two, catastrophe hits America. We don't know what catastrophe is. We don't know, if the, is that a tsunami? Is that an earthquake? Is that a meteor? Is that a great food crisis? Is that suitcase nukes? I, I don't know. I, I, I prayed a lot. <laughs> I've asked God, tell me, what is it? He holds his secrets very close to his heart. I can't get him to tell me. <laughs> Maybe if everybody prays, maybe he'll tell somebody. But anyway, so number two, catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. In other words, when the catastrophe hits, America cries to the world for help. Number four, Israel refuses help to America. So our best ally, supposedly Israel, when we're down and we're hurting, Israel decides they're not going to help us. Well, why? Because we just split their nation, probably. Israel refuses help to America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudeman, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, here's the good part and the bad part of that. Okay, we'll start with an internal revolution. In my opinion, when tanks roll down Pennsylvania Avenue and a third of them go to the Supreme Court, a third to the Capitol, a third to the White House, I would call that an internal revolution. When, when the military goes in and takes over the United States government, according to the definition, an internal revolution is when the people of that nation take over the government of that nation. Would you call tanks rolling into Washington, D.C., under the control of the military, taking back America? Would you call that internal revolution? Well, I would. All right, now, uh, again, we don't know the order. I'd like to think that that's the first thing. I'd like to think that that is only the start. I mean, it'll start with an internal revolution, and then maybe we see the Palestinian state split. I mean, we don't know the order. In other words, I'm wanting to have the best. And that's, by the way, the reason I'm calling for this solemn September assembly. Me and Dana Coverstone and Pastor Massey and Lou and Soon He Young are, are all calling for it. We've got to do it again. And frankly, it's not that I want to, and it's probably not that you want to either. I don't look forward to 48 hours of fasting and prayer. But I also know that probably Prophecy Club and the people that follow us are probably one of the only ones that would even come to it. I mean, every church, well, as a matter of fact, I was in a conversation Sunday, and I said, yeah, well, you know, we only have 80,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's not very many. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who have 350, 100, half million subscribers. This one guy has 750,000 subscribers, and he's a new ager. A new ager. 750,000 subscribers. How disgusting. Anyway, I was talking to him, and they said, yes, but here's the problem. You talk about Dimitri Dudeman. 
Nobody else talks about him. You're the only one. Of course, I got to say, well, tough. You know, I, I, I have to carry that message. I know it's true. So the people that listen to this broadcast, you know it's true. And how many people... It, look, if, if we don't believe that America's in trouble, we would not fast 48 hours. We not pray 48 hours straight with the maximum time per prayer five minutes. We wouldn't do that. Only the people that really know and understand just how much trouble our nation is in would show up to do that. And when we did the Solemn September Assembly last year, we had 460 people show up. Of course, next month we had 160 people show up at the October Solemn Assembly. Out of the 460 people, I think there was only like 18 people there from Dana Coverstone. And the other two, I don't think I had, I don't think they had any more than that. So it was primarily Prophecy Club that showed up. Now, Dana Coverstone now has about 70,000 people on his YouTube and he prays. So he's found 70,000 people out there that are listening to him that believe in prayer. So I want to believe that the same 460 people that showed up last year will show up again. Plus, Dana Coverstone, I want to believe that all of a sudden, two or three weeks out, we got to find another hotel because there's too many people. That's what I want to believe. What I want to believe is God looks down and says, Wah, you guys actually fasted for 48 hours and prayed for your nation? Okay. I will hear from heaven, I will forgive your sins, and I will heal your land. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see suitcase nukes, tsunami, meteor, and especially the Russians attacking. However, right now it looks to me like God has put a load of gun to our head because the Russians are angry and they're getting more angry at America. They've got ships surrounding Hawaii. We just, matter of fact, literally, yesterday, yesterday, we sent the Sixth Fleet right upon Russians' borders. I mean, right in Fox News, and I hadn't heard any news except uh, HalternRadioShow.com even talking about this. Nobody is talking. Here we are making the, the Russians angry. And then but Biden goes over here and attacks Syria. It's like, man, the Moloch and the ball worshipers that are behind the control of most of the world are still controlling most of it, and they are making the Russians angry at us. In other words, it looks to me like it depends on how far you want to go back. You want to go back into the, the, the deep state, you can say it's Moloch and Ball making the Russians mad to attack us. But you and I understand it's really the hand of God saying, America... Just like Revelation 18 says, I saw, and, and after this, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great, is fallen, is fallen, and has, here it is, here it is, and has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. I watched these DJT, I can't say the word, these meetings, like he just had one couple of days ago. I watch these, I'm encouraged, because I see what appear to be Christians that are on fire for the truth. I'm encouraged. But then I see people shooting each other out on the street. Crime is going through the roof, not just Chicago and New York, but what did we just hear? California and Oakland and uh, 
all across America. It's like, and I heard it said this way, if you take the Bible out of the schools, the time will arrive when you can't hire enough policemen to fix the problem. That's where we are right now. Not only can we not hire enough police officers, but now they're saying defund them, take their protection away. They are destroying this nation. I'm talking about the Moloch and the ball worshipers. They are destroying this nation from inside and top down, from both inside and from top down. Here's my point today. This is the point I'm trying to make. I think this is a confirmed word for America, if we'll hear it. Good times will turn into difficulty with food. will turn into, if you're going to be safe, it's going to be you protecting you and your family. Then America will be hit with something so bad, people literally have to walk out of this nation. And then follows the tribulation, and only one or two out of a thousand survive. And by the way, that's my, not my objective. My objective is not to see how long I can live. My objective, like yours, is to see how many people we can win to the Lord. I'm not trying to live a long time. I'm trying to win a lot of souls. And I think that's your heart, too. Which is why, by the way, I got to send you to watchmanstrumpet.com again. Brothers and sisters, if we don't do this, if we don't, I mean, I hate to say it, but if we don't do this, I don't see, I don't see big revivals. I don't see the churches filling up. I don't see masses of people turning to Jesus right now. The only thing that's going to make people change, first we got to pop the pre-trib bubble, and of course a couple of suitcase nukes might just do that, or a big meteor hitting obviously would without question pop that bubble. But at some point we have to get the attention of not just the Christians, but the masses. we got to get the attention of those people whose names are in the book of life, but have not come to Jesus yet. There's got to be a giant revival, and I'd like to think that that revival doesn't have to come with God hitting us, but you and I both know that's not the way it happens. There's got to be, somehow God God has got to hit this nation with a slap across the face that's probably going to knock us backwards to our, knock us off our feet. It's got to be something big and bad. It's got to shake the church awake. We got to get rid of this garbage called a pre-trib rapture. We got to wake people up to where they say, "Oh, I guess I do need to know about the end times." And a lot of the people, "Oh, I guess I need to find out about this Jesus. I need to find out about my eternal home. You know, in heaven. Am I going to be in heaven?" It's got to be something to slap the Americans awake to where they say, "Okay, okay, wait a minute, hold on. We got to get serious with God." Most Americans have not taken the time to search out God. Bible says that if you search and you if you if you search with all your heart, you'll find me. Problem is, average American then search for God. They don't need God. They got a good job. They got a good house, a nice car. They got plenty of money, plenty of food. They got a dry place to sleep. They don't need God. They're they're just fine. So, unfortunately, God has got to pull the rug out from under this nation. And he is quite capable of doing that because he removeth kings and setteth up kings. He can do it. He said he'll do it. He's given us the warning. But we've still become a habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, 
in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. When our police departments are falling apart, when police officers are quitting and going finding themselves under the job because they don't like to have lasers shined in their eyes, they don't like to be spit on, they don't like to see bricks thrown through the air, knocking them cuckoo because they're just trying to stand up and protect property and people, and the people that run the city, the city council, or the police chief, won't back them up. So I see a time, and this is my point today, this is what he's laid in my heart, I see a time we are rapidly arriving at if you're going to be safe, you're going to have to have a gun. I'll say it again, I'm not suggesting that you hurt anybody, but I am suggesting that you be prepared to know that the police are not going to be there. There's going to come a time when 911 does not get you anybody, whether it's fire, ambulance, police, and perhaps your neighbor next door doesn't want to come to help either. In other words, there's a time coming when if we're going to be safe, it's because we made ourselves safe. That's my point for today. If we're going to be safe, it's because we made ourselves safe. Now, couple of things I want you to do. One is I'm asking you, I'm begging you, I'm calling you. In the name of Jesus, I'm calling you, especially if you believe in what we're saying here, to go to watchmanstrumpet.com. Get signed up and come to the Solemn September Assembly, September 6 to 8. Here's what we're going to do. Precisely at sun, sundown, which is at 7.42 p.m., according to what I've researched, we will all bring our shofars raise our shofars, and we will blow seven long, loud blasts because the shofar is a declaration of war, and that's what we're doing. We're not holding signs. We're not writing bad words on the walls of buildings, but we are gathering and fasting and praying. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not flesh. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to send out the ministering, protecting, guardian, and warrior angels to destroy principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and evil in high places. I'm asking everybody to gather under one name, Jesus. Put your denominational differences aside. Gather under one name, Jesus, to do one thing. Pray for America. Can we do that? Can we do that? Oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Wait a minute. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. If you want to be there, God wants you there. He will provide the ways and the means for you to get there. And yes, there's a $25 donation requested because we want to make certain you're there. And yes, there are some expenses. Obviously, I mean, I've got to fly some people in here to do this, but to, there, there are some expenses. But I look at it like this. You've not been, unless you were at the Solemn September Assembly or Solemn October Assembly last year, you've not been in a prayer room like this with some 500 people that are fasting for 48 hours, committing to pray through the night, keeping that microphone going 48 straight hours, and then we conclude it once again with blowing our shofars seven long, loud blasts. Because we are declaring war. Why? Because Jesus said he gave us power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. If our nation is going to survive my brothers and sisters, it is up to us. How many people even believe this stuff, much less 
would arrange their schedule to get to a solemn September assembly, September 6 to 8. The answer is, if it's going to be, it's up to me. It's up to us. Watchmanstrumpet.com. 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 I'll say it again. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Go there. Get signed up. Arrange your schedule to be there. It's not about money. It's about saving our nation. In 2017, God blessed me by helping me to memorize the book of Revelation. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. That's one for 20, five for 35 or 10 for 60 at prophecyclub.com. This is the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. You get 10 How Pre-Trib 1, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 God's Warning to America, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 40 books, gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.